hears well, this. Well, I'm also not going to leave that bit in, like. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? What- Okay, so we are back. It's What's the Cheese podcast. And <laughs> our guest, Mr. Daniel Dookie. Hello, Daniel. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, boys. It's the real deal here. <laughs> so last week, we created history on the podcast, our first female guest. Amazing. This week is our first hater guest. John, oh <laughs> why is he a hater? Oh, what? <laughs> why is he a hater? Well, Dookie was our very first hater, hater and uh, you kind of need a hater to get started. Dookie didn't like us from the, from the get-go. <laughs> he had harsh words to say about what's the cheese. Well, what's the cheese is very forgiven. And, uh, you know, don't hold grudges. And we welcome Daniel Dookie to the stage. How are you, Daniel? I'm, I'm very good. You know, as they say, keep your friends closer and your enemies even closer. That's what's going on here. Like, I feel like I've infiltrated the enemy lines and I'm behind, behind the opposition's defense. Like. You've definitely got into the cheese. Uh, <laughs> the holes in a Swiss cheese, if you can imagine. Uh, I the smell for it. Loads of cheesy smell. Love it. <laughs> uh, do you want to thank your, uh, your voters, Dan? I would like to thank all my voters. I'd like to thank, um, God, I don't even know who voted for me. I don't, who, who should I thank? Thank you, everyone out there. All, my, yeah. all 43 of my lovers and my like, non-haters. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Like, You're already sounding like a celebrity, Dan. It's brilliant. <laughs> You're saying a speech at the Oscars. Or the it's just natural. It's just natural. Yeah, I think telling me to move on. <laughs> I think you're the first person to have multiple finsters uh, follow us just to get the votes in. <laughs> yeah, there was about uh, six finsters that got onto you. <laughs> <laughs> so the competition might not be impressed when they hear about that now. And do you want to say it to John? Say it to Kieran and Ruby. Or? Um, okay, I'll say uh, give a shout out to Ruby in particular because when I shared the. The poll on my Instagram story, she sent me a message and said, thank you so much, Daniel, please win. I don't want to go on it at all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I'm, I might put all my energy into next week, making sure Ruby's on it. I might get all my Finsta pages to, to vote for her. <laughs> uh, what percentage would you say was the Finsta pages uh, uh, just voting for you? Or... Oh, I'd, say, I'd, say, I'd say 95% of my votes came from people that aren't real. Oh, I can already hear. I can already hear Kiki hitting his phone over and over again, getting angry at this. As well, see, I, I had, I had to win it this week because I couldn't put like the amount of energy I put into it to get on this. I couldn't bear doing that every week. It, it, it took so much out of me. Like I had to sleep for a week. I think it was our best poll yet. Definitely, it was neck and neck right up till like midnight. Yeah. Sure, I got you. I got you like a well, I don't know why I did, but you had a load more followers because of it. Like, you had about 105 when the poll went up, and by the poll it was finished, it had like about 145. <laughs> How many of them accounts are real, though? <laughs> <laughs> Only about three of them, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, you really and huge, Kiki, not following now. <laughs> you've got a huge fat following. <laughs> uh, uh, how long have you been a fan? Um, fan of uh what's the twos well i'm not i'm let's see long time listener only short time lover though if that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> i've been listening right since the beginning but only recently have i gotten into them see I'm, uh, if i'm gonna be uh, if i'm being honest i haven't listened to them all i listened to the first two and i thought 
these are good. I like these. But at the same time, they're people I listen to all the time. Like, I'm so used to Richie's shy talk. Like, I didn't need to <laughs> devote any of my time to doing it, like, in my spare time. Then David's is good. <laughs> then I really like Rob's. Rob's is really good. Like, he's a man I want to hear. Like, that's more what I wanted to hear. Oh, there's the plenty of them to hear anyway. Oh, it was great. Like, you know, man of the hour. Like, man, more than man of the hour. Man of the universe. <laughs> What's more than an hour? <laughs> But then the next couple of them, I thought, I, I, I listened to one of them, I forget which one, and I, didn't, I wasn't mad on it. Like, but then the best one by far was Jessica's. It was so good. Ooh, Jessica. I never call it Jessica. <laughs> the best one was Mess Leonard's. I mean. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that was a very good one. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to actually congrat- congratulate Rob real quick. He's the first one to get 200 listeners. And wow. he's just short of like 500 listeners. We send you out a mystery prize. What? Yeah. Yeah, so get promoted so, there, Rob. Jesus. Yeah, Rob. Will he get sent some cheese? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> cheese in an envelope. Uh, hopefully, we COVID got... doesn't, hopefully COVID doesn't delay it too long. Could be a bit mouldy <laughs> when it gets there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say it was blue cheese. <laughs> great, for, great for dipping the, the L wings into, you know, blue cheese dip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you get them blue wings? No, I did not. Uh, we Sorry, got, that's not, did you show we we got gifted them as my dad's retirement uh present one of our neighbors dropped in uh shut up anyways uh yeah i don't think they were 40 i don't think they were really? 40 at all no uh, it's, I, nice that, it's nice that one of the neighbors did that when you were saying retirement present i thought you were going to say from his actual job and i go that's a bit stingy just give him a box of chicken wings <laughs> like for years and years of service he gets fucking chicken wings like thank god it was just one neighbor like <laughs> yeah, no, but it serves six people, Dan. So, oh, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> yeah, it's not one bag, you know. <laughs> but, um, but sir, I, it serves six normal people. It doesn't serve six Kellys, though. It served uh, four Kellys for two days. Oh, that's yeah. a lot. I'm, I'm well, I, I wouldn't say it was a lot. I'd say the heat got to us and it became a chore after about three or four gone. We actually have to kind of eat these, or else, oh. uh, you know, that's dinner. You know, we don't have anything else. <laughs> Who's, who's the best at eating wings in the Kelly house? Uh, well, that's good. I'd say Caroline, I'd say Katz's. Uh, you know, it, it's, like a, it's like a sauna after a while with me, David, or Mick. And uh, oh, it just gets too much for us. And when I'm actually eating wings in blue, my jaw goes numb as well. It gets, it gets that bad. Uh, just sweating. I don't think I have I the same one else. Out. No, that's uh, not normal. No. That's no, those wings aren't normal. I'm normal. <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised that all the Caroline came out on top. As usual, Caroline is top dog in the Kelly household. Definitely. Yeah. King of the Kellys. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Queen, whatever you want. Butchering you boys for days. She does, she does put us down a lot from being the greatest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. I'd, well, I'd um, live like. <laughs> go on go on we'll we'll move go on, on before from, I get sad go we'll move on from the Kelly talk and maybe focus on our guest there okay? sorry sorry, sorry. Uh, I, I, I turned into the interview there less of that got me real uh, got sucked into the interview so something people might not know about you Dan is your Mad Fernell quiz show okay uh, uh, do you want to talk I through your little obsession with quiz shows and going on several uh, well well, see, the thing is, I've had, a, I've had an obsession with quiz shows for a couple of years now. I'd say it was about five years back that I applied to be on The Chase. And I got through everything. Like, I had to go over to London, had interviews and auditions. It's great. But 
like blitz the competition like like they, they they were paying me to be on the show like they wanted me but then sadly i broke my knee and i wasn't able to fly over for my date it's actually coming up to the anniversary of that date so it's actually a bit tender to talk about i don't enjoy talking about all that missed money i remember there was another fellow in my dish audition he was just like uh, he was from essex and he was a cabbie he was a tax driver taxi driver and i remember him vividly like he was kind of like arabic kind of looking man and he got through as well like and i remember watching his show in the chase like a couple of months later i was thinking that bastard better not win the money like that could have been my money and they were so close to winning it and then they lost i've never been happier it was vindication for my injury like they might have just needed you to push them over the edge though yeah true true if i had been there they probably would have they could have won like which chaser were they against was it the beast I can't remember. I think it might have been the Cinnamon, and I really want. I, I like him, the Cinnamon. Mm. Which uh, chaser would you love to be against, though? Which one do you think you see and do you say that's my money? That's in the pocket. I think Jenny the Vixen Ryan is the one that I'd like to go against. I don't know Jen Ryan. I just have like an affinity for her. Like I just think that she's my kind of girl. That I'd be a beat. Mm. Get into her head. Good, good. That's it. Like get into that good. big beehive red hair of hers. <laughs> Uh, what what category do you think would be best at? If a, uh, there's a lot of uh, English history questions that pop up in the chase that I think would uh, be very weak for well, see, any I'm Irish like, person going over. See, I'm clever though. Like, and I did all my research. I had I knew what I had to do. Like, so for every game show I've been on, I've done quite a lot of studying. Studying has done me no good though, because the things I studied, like the kings and queens, just haven't come up. I've been screwed over by other questions. Oh. Ugh. Tough to talk about. Still haven't seen The Greatest Showman. That's what screwed me over on the 100k drop of Davina McCall. Oh, that was never... tough. That was tough. That was really, mm. really tough. For that one, I went on my well, on with my friend Neve. Um, shout out to Neve if she's listening. She could extend your reach out to Scotland and Northern Ireland if she's listening. listening. Yeah, that's it, my girl. Um, so we, I, I, the way we went on to the 100k drop was actually really strange. I was picking her up from the airport one day, and the night before, I had a dream about her. I had a dream that we were going to be on the show, the 100k drop. So when, we, when I picked her up from the airport, we had a coffee and we filled out our application there and then we bullshit our way the whole, through the whole application. We claimed we used to be a couple, then it turned out I was gay and then like we couldn't be together. But then because of, the way to go on these shows, you have to be a UK resident. So I, say, I claimed that I lived with her up the north with her mom and dad, like even though we were broken up. And me and, my, me and her parents get on great. Me and Kathy and Paul, they're great. Kathy often sends me memes, actually. Um... <laughs> And so that's we bullshit te- that's our way. television, all right. That's good that's television. That's, that's <laughs> it, isn't it? Like, <laughs> so we bullshit our way through the application. We had to go to auditions then as well. The auditions, we bullshit our way through those as well. They loved us though. There was one part of one of the auditions that we had, we were up against like 10 other couples and we had to do this activity and, you know, like two truths and a lie. So the trick to winning two truths and a lie is make sure all three of your ones are lies and you just pick one of them to be the fake lie, the one that's like (laughs) actually the lie. So we had three absolutely outrageous stories that were all lies, but we just picked one of them to be the real fake lie. Uh, And they loved us for it. So we went on that show and that was great crack. Davina loved us. She absolutely adored us. She did this dance with us. My my arse has touched Davina McCall's arse. That's That's my claim to fame. Um, we got through a couple of questions on that. We had 85 grand and we had to split it on a question about the greatest showman. 
it was something, who does Rebecca Ferguson play in it? Or which soprano does Rebecca Ferguson play? Didn't have a clue, never seen the show. Neve had seen the show, but I think she was high or wasted or something or pissed when she watched it. So she didn't know the answer. Um, and we lost all our money. Still haven't to this day. It's about two years later. Haven't watched The Greatest Showman. Don't think I ever will. And I love you, Jackman. <laughs> like you, I even saw you got a lot of abuse on Twitter. People who didn't oh even know. God. There's a hashtag for you and everything. Yeah, the, twi- the tweets were through the roof. Like, the Twitter sphere was going crazy for us. Like, mm. there was one of them was there saying, like, oh, you didn't ever watch The Greatest Showman. Taxi for you, cunts. <laughs> they were really <laughs> all over us. What was the one about taking your gay card back? Oh, yeah, saying, oh, he, he's gay. He's never seen The Greatest Showman. <laughs> Give us back that gay card, please. <laughs> <laughs> they were all over us. Like, they just couldn't handle us. They were saying, yeah. like, who's that, who's, that, who's that stupid, curly-headed Northern Irish bitch that didn't know he was gay? She's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> They were so harsh. <laughs> Jesus. It's a, it's a tough place going on a game show. And in the back of your head, if I don't do well here, I am getting done in on Twitter now. <laughs> I am gone. <laughs> I didn't even think that was a thing. Like, I didn't realize. There was all these weirdos that are obviously sitting at home and, like, watching and tweeting, like, live. They must do it every day. I'm yeah. very aware for the next time I'm on the telly, though, now. So I'm, I'm fully aware. Yeah. Like most game shows do have like the hashtag underneath it all. Like mm. I didn't think people went on that. I'm sure people don't. It's just yours was special. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's the case. What would you? Ha- <laughs> what, what What would it take for what's the cheese to go viral on Twitter? Well, it have. Oh, it have to be. Next something. time you're on TV, shouting us out. That's what. That's what I have to do. Like I don't know what game show I'm going to do next. I was thinking eggheads. I need to run it past Need. I think that me and her family could do really good on eggheads. Mm. That could um, be the, I, the one I, for I us. on Cogabox or something. <laughs> <laughs> you do well on that. <laughs> yeah, to, to really reinforce the lie that I live with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you yeah, you so. should both try get on first dates together. <laughs> yeah, oh. Like really <laughs> rig the competition. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would you love to see on for, first dates out of your friends or family or anything? Um, first dates, I'd have to say, oh, there's a couple of people, I don't know. Well, we did try and get my friend Ellen Jones onto first dates and they accepted her onto the show, but we like flagged our way. We pretended to be her in her applications and then she went mad at us and said it was going to ruin her career as an actress. So she did, she declined them. <laughs> she turned it down. But that's another show I've technically gotten on through bullshit. <laughs> that, that could potentially make a career for an actress. I think so too. Like, that's how yeah. people go viral. Yeah. You go viral and then you get picked up and all of a sudden RT wants you back and you're on Fair C for life. That's how it happens. Yeah, God. I think I would go on first dates, though. We often talk about this in, in work, in the staff room. It often comes up like, would you go on first dates? Or the main one that we often talk about is, would you go on, did you ever see that program, Naked Attraction? I've heard of it. Jeez, you oh, barely got on that. It often comes up in work that we say, how much would it take? Like, And some people are there, oh, I wouldn't take any money. Like, But for me, I'd take 50, 50K, maybe even less than 10K. I'd do You'd do 50K? Yeah, I think I would. Would you not? Like, I don't think so, no. No. Really? 50k what could you do with that like loads of shit oh no couldn't erase that from the internet anyway yeah true but yeah but you could pay you could do so much with 50k (laughs) i can imagine if you got on first dates i can imagine you just looking at the camera like when you're on the um late late show or whatever it was you were on (laughs) if you just keep (laughs) corner your eye just glancing at the camera (laughs) <laughs> I know where the camera is. <laughs> I think I think it's actually a weird thing to say to say to say to someone like you'd be great on naked attraction. <laughs> <laughs> 
Love to it's see a that. Ma- it's, it's a mad program where they stand in these kind of like pods. They kind of look like change room sort of things. And someone comes out and then they say like, oh, I like this kind of person, whatever. And then the, the changing room kind of door comes up a little bit and you just see their feet. And they have to kind of look at these people in their bare feet and go, ah, uh, no, those feet are rotten. Like, look at those toenails. Ah, uh, no, they're gone. So they vote them off and then they come out naked and we go, oh my God, I would have liked you or something. And then it goes up and up. Like each stage, like they reveal a little bit more of the person naked. And by the end of it, like it's just two naked people looking at each other. <laughs> Very odd. Like, yeah, being, yeah. The, being the host on it would be a tough enough job as well. <laughs> Just, right. Uh, <laughs> great, great way to meet people, though. <laughs> uh, so we thought a fun way to kind of finish on the quiz topic is we're going to give you a little quiz, okay? Deadly. Uh, so we're going to ask you five questions and uh, just see how good you actually are. Better not be anything to do with the greatest showman now. <laughs> okay, so I'll go first. Uh, which Shrek movie is the best? Uh, Trick question, they're all brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're dead right. That's 100% so far. Sean, do you want to ask? Who's, uh, who's older, Obama or your dad? Obama or my dad. See, I always mix up Obama, at Obama and Osama bin Laden. So you mean the goodie, don't you? They could not be more different. Well, look. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see colour. I just see people. <laughs> I, I don't mean by colour I mean by people <laughs> no, I mean oh, okay. I don't see people I, I, I don't see people I just see colour <laughs> um, okay I think I'd say well it depends I'd say I'd say my dad is older like in like actual like things that matter like age but Obama probably is older in terms of life experience yeah I just put down your dad I'm not actually sure myself so, <laughs> uh, what's the capital of Kenya? Oh, I think it could be Nairobi. Oh, very good. Yeah, spot on. Jesus. There you are. Look, when I take it seriously, I'm actually all right. Oh, well, that was an easy <laughs> question, to be fair. Ah, uh, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, that Obama one was tough. Obama, oh, yeah. Osama, always mixing uh, them up. A flip of a coin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whose shoe size is bigger, Valos or Iniestas? Oh, that's really tough. I'd say Iniestas. Valos a little half short, like he's tiny. That's wrong. Really? <laughs> Iniesta's tiny. But so are you. Yeah, well he's well he's tinier. <laughs> yeah. Really? You're you're five six. Surely he's not smaller. He don't have to be smaller to have a bigger shoe. That's so true. God, I didn't think about like variables. Ugh, yeah, like yeah. You ever see hobbits? They have huge feet. True, so so true. That's true. Stephen Tracy though, he has tiny feet. I heard like and he's a hobbit. <laughs> okay, so you've got you've gotten half of them right so far. So here's the big question: How many ah. time zones are in China? Oh Jesus! How many Chinese time zones? Okay. Um, let me think. I'm going to guess, I mean, I'm going to say with full knowledge, uh, seven. You couldn't be more wrong. Oh, really? Is there only one? Yeah. <laughs> ah, Damn, that was my second guess. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, big fan of quizzes. Uh, were you in, participating in a quiz last night, Dan? Yes, I was. I was on a Zoom quiz last night. My They're o- Saturday, Saturday They're getting so weekend. popular. And now, God, people are really falling in love with quizzing now. I was saying only last night, 
what are we going to do when life goes back to normal? We're all, we're all going to withdraw symptoms from these Saturday night qu- or week, weekly quizzes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like I think some pub and rush better just start doing a pub quiz. I, I can't believe none of them do it. Like it's it's always like an event, like if Rush yeah. Lake are doing it and stuff. Yeah. There has to be like a, like every Wednesday or something, it's happening. I'd be all I over that. I would so be there. Yeah. Like it's, so, it's so common maybe, everywhere else. It's just Rush. Maybe, maybe that's how I get famous. Maybe I like start hosting this quiz in Rush and then I expand and like like make it into like a like a franchise and I start selling it and then I'm just huge. Yeah. Zoom man. Everyone tunes into yours. <laughs> that's it. Like that'd be good. Yeah. That'd be the I'd dream. Have, yeah. I'd have to make them less niche. Every time I've hosted a quiz, it's very niche. It's like photos of me and say like what age am I? <laughs> <laughs> What, uh, in, when you're making a quiz what rounds do you think have to be in there like special rounds uh, I'm talking like a Harry Potter round at the end where you're kind of acting like Griffin or acting like Dumbledore and giving points to Gryffindor no matter what you know <laughs> well they're uh, very key that's yeah. my favourite see, that's my favourite part of the Harry Potter films and books when like <laughs> just when Gryffindor like down in the down in the dumps they're right bottom like and then they go, Dumbledore goes oh and I'm going to give 50 points to Neville Longbottom just because he's a sorry sod <laughs> you've been a good friend Hermione <laughs> Ten he points. if you zoom in really closely he winks at her as he says you've been a very helpful friend Hermione <laughs> <laughs> oh, Slytherin though uh, I <laughs> you've been terrible to Gryffindor in all these years minus 500 points you bunch of snakes <laughs> oh, but but uh, yeah what other kind of rounds uh, would you include I like controversial ones I like ones like I did one the other night with a couple of friends and it was nine photos or it was just eight it was 18 photos and you had to match the people with the people they'd gotten with in the past that was really controversial <laughs> there, was, there was a couple of people that people didn't know about I revealed a few people <laughs> <laughs> just exposing affairs <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that, this happened last week <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stir that pot like <laughs> make a few up as well yeah no point what's the point in the pot if it doesn't bubble <laughs> uh, I heard someone I think Stephen Tracy was doing the price is right on yours uh, where he just hold things up expensive things and said how much do I pay for that that was brilliant. It was like, how much is this limited edition bottle of Grey Goose? How much is this limited edition once-off bottle of Moet? How much is this four-ball at this exclusive golf club? And like everyone gets like a couple of hundred. And he goes, no, it's, it's ten grand. <laughs> and it's mine. <laughs> mine. <laughs> and there was, a, there was a couple of trick questions. It was like, how much did this um, punching bag cost? That trick question, we got it for free. <laughs> Because I'm sponsored. <laughs> but uh, yeah, do you remember a show on RT called Quiz Zone? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I if, loved Quiz Zone. Oh, Quiz Zone. If you uh, had to make a team right now for a Quiz okay. Zone, who would you pick to be on your team? I think it was a team of four. Yeah, I think it was four. And was it like one person that stayed at the computer or the encyclopedias? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so. Well, I'd be on the team, or would I? No, I would be on the team. Okay, I'd be on my team, my own team. Then I'd have to pick someone fast. So, Sean, I'd have to go for you, you and your speed. That's what I'm talking about. 
Um, yeah, Valo, I think I'd go for you. And I'm not, I'm not just saying this to butter up the hosts I haven't used to. <laughs> but I have used to, I think. And then I'd probably have Richie McDyer. He's a good team player. He like he gets on with it. He does he, what he's told. He'll stay at the book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, he wouldn't be at the book. He's dyslexic. He can't read. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if we told him that he'd do it. Okay, fair. Yeah. He, he does whatever he's told. I told him, uh, like, once I did tell him jump, and he did say how high. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I remember uh, Richie was on a PT diet and uh, watch God, we were going to like booze him every day and afterwards I'll go are we going to get some sweeties, sweeties Richie and he's like I really can Sean and I was like alright I'll go and he'll go oh, I guess I'll come too yeah. <laughs> it doesn't uh, take much to twist his arm uh, love he, was only there, he, he was only there to me the other day like I, was it on Friday he was there, yeah, Dan, I'm off the sauce, like, sick of drinking, like, and then last night he was having a beer and I said, I thought you were off the sauce. Yeah, I couldn't hack it. <laughs> <laughs> you just made that day. Yeah, that was a uh, nice day you lasted, Richie. <laughs> uh, everyone does that, though. I wouldn't hold that against. <laughs> uh, usually I do it better than a day, like, and if I kind of think uh, I probably will have one tomorrow, I'm not going to say it. Like, sometimes I think those things. Sometimes I think in my head, like, yeah, God, going to give up the sauce for a little bit. Like, I don't verbalize it because that way that can come back to haunt me. <laughs> But it seems like these days, like everyone's drinking for the sake of it. Like, mm. <laughs> just like, oh, there's nothing to do. There's cans. I could drink. Yeah, <laughs> Let's go. Sure. Sure, why like, not? Yeah. <laughs> it's just all over. But, uh, like, I don't know. I'm drinking way less. Like, not to, I, I might drink, like, more during quarantine, like, each day. <laughs> not every day, but, like, each day. But when I drink, it's only, like, a few cans. So, like, in pub, okay. I go through far quicker. Are you like that? Uh, a bit like. See, I, most weeks I've only been drinking really on the Saturday night. This week I had a couple of cans on the Wednesday as well, so that was out of character. So I'm probably the opposite. Like, I'm fine every other night. Like, the other night, in the house, someone else might be having a drink and they'd say, do I want one? And sometimes I would, but most of the time they're like, ah, no, I'm grand. Like, mm. But on the Saturday, I'm ha- I, on Saturday, sometimes I find I'm having too much, so I tried to hold myself back last night, so I felt fresh as a daisy this morning. Ready oh, for man. this pod. That's ready for the pod, like you know, like fail to prepare, prepare to fail. You know what they say. Good man, we love commitment. We love that. That's it. I've been looking forward to this all week. <laughs> Our horoscope predicted that I was going to be on this. By the way, of course oh. it did. <laughs> let's let's you... move swiftly on from horoscopes. <laughs> oh, damn it! As, as fast as we can. <laughs> Like Dan running through quiz zone maze away from horoscopes. <laughs> no, Sean, you be you be the one running. Come on. <laughs> Everyone has to run in quiz zone. Uh, oh, everyone sorry, has to be you. fast. Everyone has to be good. Even the book person. Yeah, even the book person. Oh, they got to run too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, like it's kind of weird because you had one person on computer and everyone else pretending to flick through like geography books or like yeah, atlases. Yeah. <laughs> like they're just looking clueless on TV. That's good to you. <laughs> where, where was that filmed, I wonder? Was that filmed in... Which, which play centre was that filmed in? Kids Zone, maybe. I oh, don't know. No, they would have, have made their own, I'd say. They must have made it, because it was... Yeah. Maybe, yeah. but what a waste. Like, that's only... <laughs> what happened to it when it was done? Like, it was just breaking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's, I, that's I don't know. That's now but... the lunchroom in RTE. <laughs> is it, my, is 
they're the fucking like the, the daycare for the kids. Like they drop the kids off there. <laughs> that's probably what it was. <laughs> that, 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 that probably was it. Like Pat Kenny and like Ryan Tuberty dropping their awful kids in there every day. Then <laughs> 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 see, see you later, spoiled bitch. See you later, spoiled brat. <laughs> come home with that oh. W or don't come home at all. <laughs> We're winners. Those Kennys are winners. Like <laughs> Kenny every morning. See you later, you ungrateful little prick. I'm off to make some RT1 money. <laughs> you stay on that den. <laughs> I'd say there's some serious rivalry in RT between like like definitely RT1, like the likes of Pat Kenny and Ryan Tuberty must hold it over the likes of I don't know, like, oh, McDermott and the other kind of young ones, like, you know, the ones that, like, they must, like, stand all over them. Like, sometimes they must look at them and go, wait, who are you? Like, get me a yeah. coffee. <laughs> There's definitely staff rooms for the likes of Ryan Tuberty and Pat Kenny and, like, other, and smaller, cramped staff rooms for your lads who just have a little radio show or something. Ryan, maybe... Tuberty, definitely do- Ryan Tuberty definitely doesn't care who he asks to shine his shoes. Oh, I doubt <laughs> get on your knees show me those shoes <laughs> I think you might have lads like uh, Joe Duffy in between who like he could have went TV but he just didn't you know and he's yeah. trying to stay loyal to the radio lads maybe maybe he thought he'd leave TV to the likes of Dustin the Cherokee and Sock <laughs> <laughs> that Socky's got to take my job <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder how they're coping in quarantine Socky and Dustin yeah well like um I don't know if they're still a thing anymore. If you ask any kid, I, I doubt they'd know what Saki or Dustin is. Surely they're Dustin got cancelled after that Eurovision team. That Eurovision was genius. A turkey <laughs> singing in a toilet. Who would not want to see that? Europe. <laughs> clearly, clearly Europe didn't. We didn't make it past the qualifiers that year. <laughs> I, I might have been like really insensitive at RT because I think it was like uh, the, the transsexual, the, the woman with a beard. Is that? Conchita versed. Yeah, I think she was on, and I think Orti figured, oh, that's a freak show. We'll put on a freak show <laughs> on Dustin. <laughs> and, uh, I, I think they just got it wrong, though. I think RT were trying too hard that year. They're thinking, like, what the fuck can we do? Like, let's, let's lean away from the Boar and Danas and Ronan Keaton types, and let's see, can we push the boat out? Okay, let's get Dustin the Turkey out of retirement, shove him in a glittery toilet with Johnny Logan's face on it, and let's make the millions. They tried too hard, though. They forced it. Too much. Too much. Yeah. And they're kind of genius. That's come naturally. <laughs> Is there a Eurovision this year? Or what are they doing? No, it it's cancelled. Can- it got cancelled. Weirdly, I was meant to be going with Nicola and Eric. And, well, we were meant to be going. We kind of guessed. Like, this, day, this time last year when, when Holland won it, we said, okay, we, we, we got on the next day to each other and we were trying to book different things. Like we said, okay, where will it be? The last time Netherlands had hosted it, it was in The Hague and that was in like the 70s. So we thought, oh no, they're not going to have it there. It'd probably be in Amsterdam. And there was two weekends that it could have been between. So we booked, provisionally booked two hostels or a hostel for both weekends in, the, in Amsterdam. But then it turned out it was going to be in The Hague anyway. <laughs> then COVID-19 turned up and we didn't get to go anyway. So I thought, I thought it was going to be in Israel this year. Israel won last year. No, nah, it was Holland, definitely. 100%. 100%. I think Maybe you, last, you were banking on Israel winning, Sean. No, Israel did win then. Israel did win. Did they? Yeah. No, that, that must have been the year before. You're thinking of the, the Chinese kind of Israeli girl that was going like... Pop, 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 yeah, was that not last year? No, nah, that was the year before. Okay, okay. What song won it the year? 
Can't remember. I, just know, I, I didn't even watch it last year, but I remember being very, I, I'd actually, I was overseeing in Edinburgh last year when it was on. And I remember being very hungover on our couch the next morning, getting a phone call off Eric at like eight in the morning saying, we need to book to hostels in Amsterdam. <laughs> I'm trying, I can't yeah. believe I can't think of the song. It's killing yeah, it me. Yeah, it mustn't have been any good. Have we all heard Iceland's song for this year though? No. Oh my God. Oh, wait, 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 wait I think I have. Like David's been talking about it loads. He loves it. <laughs> Oh, it's unreal. It's like, I think it's some guy, Daddy Fry or Daddy Frey or something like that. It's unreal. I can't even think of the name of it now, but it's so good. Like, it's, it's really kind of like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just really good. Go and listen to it, even though I haven't described it. I don't know if, even if I've given you enough to go on to search for it. But <laughs> you, might, you might come across it in the next couple of days and think, oh, that's the one your man on the pod was, at, was talking about. I think I actually heard it on the radio. Yeah, it's so it, good. It's, it's like, unreal. it's that big. It's that yeah, big. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. And I seen, I was only on Twitter before when I was waiting on the pod to start. And your man, the singer from it, had tweeted or something, or someone had shared it saying that it's in the, that's in the top five of the Irish charts now. Holy crap. Normally, yeah. like, when any song from the Eurovision makes on to the radio, you best put 20 euro on it because that's going to win it. <laughs> like, if it's making good and making good in mainstream, it's going to make it good in Eurovision, you know? Sure, it doesn't take much to for the Eurovision winners to get it. Like you either need a really good gimmick or you just need to write a half decent song because most of the other stuff is going to be pure crap. Yeah, what's your opinion on uh, Australia being in the Eurovision? Love it. Share the love. There's not there's share too much love. hate in this world. There's too much hate in this world. We got to share the love. Yeah, is that a quote? Who said that? <laughs> I don't know. Some wise woman I heard. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, Damn. What? What country would you like to see in the Eurovision? And should we change the name of Eurovision? Hmm, no. Let's, let's, leave the, let's leave the opposition guessing and keep it at Eurovision. Like, got to confuse the opposition. Uh, <laughs> I think we should let in... I don't know. Who would I like? I was going to say Wakanda, but that doesn't make sense. So I'm going to say... Wakanda? <laughs> yeah, Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um... Well, if Australia's in it, why don't we let New Zealand in it? Let those, uh, let those Kiwis in. Let them sing. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be, well, maybe, or maybe like Korea. We can have a lot of K-pop in it. Oh, oh that'd be really nice. different. That'd be nice. very different. Or maybe America and like Miley Cyrus could sing. I think it's too far. We need like amateurs still going in. And should they have a whole, whole ocean of SoundCloud rappers who will just try and get on the Eurovision? <laughs> try to get a little bit of a uh, little bit uh, of no, clout. No, no, no. Mate, 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 you're mixing that up with Canada. <laughs> <laughs> There's some oh, emerging talent up yeah, north there. Yeah. No, come here, you, you would say it would be gassed. Wouldn't it be brilliant if Miley Cyrus entered, but she entered as Hannah Montana? Wouldn't that be unbelievable? They would do something stupid like that just to win. Yeah, they would. I would lose my shit. Like, I think the whole world would. Like, that would cure COVID-19 if Hannah Montana entered Eurovision. There's, there's actually a Eurovision movie coming out, so it is kind of getting big in America. Yeah. Uh, Will, Will, it's Will Ferrell and I forget the woman that's in it. I think it's Rachel McAdams. I think. Oh, and actually, weirdly, when I was in Edinburgh last year, when Eurovision was on, Will Ferrell was in Edinburgh at the exact same time filming that film. No. Isn't that strange? Okay. <laughs> but like, imagine like you even heard that. If I heard that as a rumor that Will Ferrell's like, where I am right now recording a Eurovision movie, I'd be like, that's bollocks. <laughs> he's, not <doing laughs> a Euro- he's not doing a Eurovision movie. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think we considered going to try and find him, but we were too hungover, so we decided to play golf instead. 
The natural choice. Yeah, it was this pitch and put. It was this pub, this great pub. I forget the name of it now. I think it could have been just the golf pub or something. And it was a did a pitch and put outside. You could bring your beers outside because it's not illegal to drink outside in Edinburgh. So everyone's just going around this big field with pints, like and playing pitch and put. Awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sounds good. Where else have uh, have you been around Europe, there, Dan? Well, we're just around, you know. around Europe. I've been a fair few places. Um, been like the normal places like England, sure. Been Edinburgh, like I said. I've been. You went to Aintree, uh, didn't you? Yeah, did go to Aintree, and we won big, didn't we, Valo? And um, we possibly broke even. Yes, maybe. <laughs> 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 at best. <laughs> I, th- I think he, I think you broke even. I think the rest of us lost big, though. Oh, that sounds like me. Yeah, um, but sounds like you breaking even. What a brag! Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> Got me the price of admission. Actually, no, we got three tickets. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be. Yeah. Dude, it um, sounded like one of the roughest days ever because it was non-stop drinking from start to finish. Uh, that was. It was just. It was something else. Like a, a day to never forget. <laughs> it was mad. We all had to meet. Like I was coming from the airport. You were coming from Liverpool. I was, co- I was coming we? from like the other. I was coming from the other side of the Mersey. I was like, so I had to take ages. It was like, cause I had to fly in the night before and because it was a because it was like grand national weekend there was like everything was so expensive so i'd stay in this holiday in like on the outskirts of liverpool and it took me ages to get there and even the taxi driver from the airport didn't even know where he was going and he just said i'm just going to drop you off here and i said oh, was it nearby and he said yeah i think it's about two minutes around the corner and i said okay so to walk around this like house in the state like looking for, looking for my holiday in like and i thought it doesn't look like a holiday inn's going to appear from like be like walking around st Catharines and looking for like a hotel and going where the fuck's this going to pop out and i did cr- turn around the corner and there was this like all right hotel there um and then the next day i was so far from liverpool that i'd get up at, like seven in the morning to meet this valo and the, the rest of them like because they were like meeting at like nine and nine o'clock in liverpool city center in like a weatherspoons to start drinking so i'd get it up wasn't really meant early. to be a weatherspoons by the way that just happened i think we were just meeting and we were all like i oh, will get a bit of breakfast and i think mick was like oh there's a weatherspoons we'll get in there <laughs> yeah then the drinks start pouring <laughs> It was nearly like a crowd mentality, though. We went in, and definitely I know you wouldn't have, and Abby as well. Like, three of us wouldn't have been half pushed on drinking, like, at that time. No. Nick would have, of course. But then there was about 100 other people in there, all dressed to the nines, drinking, like, mad. And we felt so, we, we felt so uh, like, underdressed and out of place that we went to pennies and bought shit to wear, like, bought Dicky Bows and shirts and, and hats, like, so we wouldn't look like absolute toes when we went to the Grand National. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a mi- it was a mismatch of a day because then after the Grand National we went to Anfield to watch Liverpool play play in Bournemouth and we were definitely the the, the overdressed for that at that point so we were wearing shirts and shirts and dicky bows at Anfield and I remember one of the one of the one of the stewards came up to us and said you are the best looking blokes here and I said like, thank you so much <laughs> got it today <laughs> yeah I was in bits though I remember at halftime thinking I'm not going to make it to the end of this match even like I was so fucking wrecked like. And then we had to walk like across the bleeding motorway and everything uh, back into the city, and we ended up it, in some pub, and you were literally falling asleep in the pub. Well, it was just—it it was crazy. We we must have looked like the cast of Train Spot and going to their Debs or something like that. <laughs> we're, walk, we're walking along the side of a motorway, like our motorway flyover, like like not on a path, like hugging the side of the railings. All this traffic going past is raining, like just to get anywhere. And we got to up eventually, like, and we all took our, we all took our shoes off because our feet were so fucking tired. Like, it was just a nightmare place. Yeah, great time though. I definitely got back. Yeah, but it was brilliant when you were falling asleep because it was like an Irish pub playing, you know, like 
country kind of songs. <laughs> Every time you loved one, you just wake back up again, have a little. It kept, kept coming, kept coming back from the dead. I was like, I'd be in a wild <laughs> But uh, so, like with scouts and all, you've obviously been kind of around the world. So, what what would be your best trips from scouts? Would you say? Hmm. Well, I've been to three world jamborees with the scouts. Uh, world jamboree is just where forty thousand people from around the world meet for a big camp big um, huge camp in two three weeks of it i've been to sweden japan and america with them uh sweden was good that was 10 years back, or nearly 10 years back i enjoyed that but i was a kid only so i don't know i really enjoyed sweden but japan and america were something else like america was only the last last summer that was really good me and richie went, rented a car afterwards and spent an extra two three weeks driving around like the east coast so that was good uh, America's mad though. America's fucking like ridiculous. Like, it's like everything in the films. I'd see, I'd never been to the States and I was shocked like by how big everything is there. All the cars are bigger, the roads are bigger, the people are bigger. The food, McDonald's are fucking nuts over there. Like, they go, would you like, like for an extra dollar, they go, would you, would you like to supersize your meal? <laughs> okay, why not? Like, <laughs> and, and even though we, like, we did so much walking between the camping and then where, every time we were spooked, like, we drive to our next spot and then we do loads of walking, me and Richie. But we didn't lose any weight because then our meals were often like Burger Kings and things like that. Like Richie was mad for trying to stop it anywhere. Like he was upset if we passed like a Denny's or a whatever, like any of the Wimpy Burger, whatever they fucking were, Sonics, whatever. I don't know the names of half of them. If we passed one that we hadn't been to yet, he got upset if we didn't stop it. Like he was so annoyed. And like just just by chance, we just never seemed to get to Dunkin' Donuts. And Richie was mad for it. Every time we pass a Dunkin' Donuts, he goes, America runs on Dunkin'. And we just never stopped to run until the last day. It was like fate. We had to fill up our car with petrol, like to drop it back to the to the place we from the airport. And just by chance, the place the the airport or the petrol station closest to the airport had a Dunkin' Donuts inside. Richie was beside himself. I thought he was going to cry like he's his face. This is God, God's message. <laughs> yeah. is it, was it worth it? Was, <laughs> like the Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah. Was it, was it as hype? Is it, is it good? Is it? Uh, I, I can't really remember it. I think they're very honest. average. Yeah, so, so it couldn't have, been, couldn't have been great, I think. I think this is a pretty shitty one as well, like. It was mm. a tiny little one, like in the corner of this petrol station, like, and the man, like that was working in the petrol station, like behind the tills, had to like leave behind the tills to go over to the donut place, like in the other side of the place to service like, So it wasn't. I don't. I don't think it was Duncan's best representation of themselves. Mm. I I uh, think like with Krispy Kremes now coming to Ireland, I still think Offbeat is miles better than any Definitely. other donut place that's come in. Yeah, I like I like Offbeat. I used to love the one, the you know, the little one up uh, on O'Connell Street. The yeah. Ro- is it the Roland Donut? Yeah, I used to love Donut, them. Yeah. They, mm. they were savage, like, and you used to be. What was it like? I forget the deal, but it was like six for a fiver or, or maybe less. I think it was like, like two euro, like. Yeah, and that was unreal. And it was literally from some little Polish lady, like in a little hut, like going down you go, and it was great, like. Yeah, like make them in front of you. Yeah, I don't think there was a million options. It was either like glazed or just plain, wasn't it? Like, I think it was like sugar, plain, or like cinnamon or chocolate or something. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't. I'm, I'm saying to myself, I think there was chocolate. But I don't think there was. I think it was just the cinnamon <laughs> donuts in the oh. world. Oh, there was chocolate, there, but like they were as that good as okay. each other. They were as good as each other, like. Like no matter what, I'm not a big fan of cinnamon. These were unreal. Like 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 the, like the Shrek, like like all of the Shrek films, you couldn't place them anything <laughs> between these different donuts. Yeah, I'm walking away happy 
you know yeah a, like oh shrek Rolling. movie or i come out of there <laughs> that'd be a perfect combo that's the crossover we need in our life the rolling donut meets shrek sure shrek finds on its way i keep hearing that until i see it i don't believe it well i think it, I, I i genuinely think it is like my brother always goes on about it saying like shrek finds on the way <laughs> yeah how long has he been saying it though see this is it gonna be on the uh, and see the and see the first four were perfection. You wouldn't want them to ruin it now by doing an extra one, would you? That's the thing. But you know, we have to be greedy in this doggy that's dog it. world. That's, that's it. DreamWorks are doing this for the fans. There's no <laughs> way they're doing this for the money at all. They're doing this for the fans. Yeah, it's gonna be full of fan service. I reckon. I reckon yep. there's gonna be loads of like 2001 references. Like <laughs> this one's for us. Right. Every se- every second every second song is going to be All Star by Smash Mouth. <laughs> oh, if they're wrapping it up, it has to kind of end that way, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. But just as Shrek is dying, they're going to play that song. <laughs> Imagine Shrek died and it's like a spin-off with Donkey or something. <laughs> is there not every spin-offs? Is there not like a the Puss and Boots spin-off or something? Oh yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It'd be more ridiculous. So, it'd be more ridiculous if it was a spin-off where it was a bit more of a series somewhere it's like, like it's how, 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 or how, how Fiona's coping with being a widow <laughs> it's just dark it's just dark <laughs> how she finds the dating life as a widow <laughs> uh, does she have to turn back into a princess to match the status quo <laughs> if she kisses donkey does she turn into an ass <laughs> These are things DreamWorks thinking about. <laughs> That's it. If, if anyone from DreamWorks is listening, or if Mike Myers, if you're listening, yeah. Yeah. please, please take on board our, our suggestion. We're not looking for commission. Yeah. We're not looking for money. We just want to yeah. know that our ideas yeah. have gone into the making of a fabulous film. Like, Mike, listen to me. This is how dreams work. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and what's that I smell? Do I smell a, a cheesy Oscar? <laughs> and the Oscar goes to what's the cheese pod for Shrek Six? Fiona's <laughs> ever after. <laughs> right, this is descending into madness. So I'm gonna move. So <laughs> I we better take an intermission. I think we're on wait, for wait, like an hour. One, one thing I want to ask for that one okay. more, one more little uh, uh, holiday story. So tell okay, us about okay. the. When you went to the World Cup in Brazil, how was that? Uh, what, what would be your favorite game or stuff like that? Um, I went to a couple of games when I was over in Brazil for the World Cup. I went to the opening game. That's a great story because I went over before the rest of my family or the, before the rest of my Irish family here and I was staying with Brazilian family. And the open, So I went to the opening match. It was Brazil versus Croatia. And I went with my granddad and he was being a bit um, like ner- or not nervous, um, overcautious. And we arrived at the stadium like hours and hours early like, had a couple of beers, it was good. Like then the but then the opening ceremony started and we got to see J Lo and Pitbull live. I don't oh. think many other people I don't think many other people can say they've been to a J Lo concert with their granddad. <laughs> That's another claim to fame of mine. God jeez, I'm racking up these claims to fame. Um yeah, that was really good. The atmosphere was unreal at that opening game because Brazil won three one. I think Neymar got two and maybe Oscar or an own goal. Uh, we were we went out we, we were they were losing, though they were. Marcelo scored an own goal, and there were all these memes after, like putting like an IC at the end, like making it sound like a Croatian. So it was like Marcelovic or something like that. People say, no, he's actually a Croatian in disguise. Um, yeah, that was really good, though, the opening match. Saw a couple of other games. 
seen one of them American ad, France versus Ecuador. That was a nil all. That was that was that was all right. A bit more boring, but the, it was great to be able to go to the Maracanã Unreal Stadium. Then yeah. saw a knockout game: Argentina versus Switzerland. Argentina won one nil in extra time. Di Maria got the goal, and then we seen the semi final. Then not Brazil, so thank fuck. Uh, went to see Argentina versus Netherlands, and that was that was great. Like that went penalties all like that went the whole way. Like and that was super atmosphere because all the Brazilians that were because the stadium was full of Brazilians. So like I had like I had Dutch people and Argentinians, but all the Brazilians there hate the Argentinians, of course. And there was loads there was loads of scraps there. I remember we were sat we were sitting in the rows, me, my dad, my brother, and my granddad, and these Brazilians in our row started scrapping with the Argentinians in the row in front. And there was loads of turning around and like a couple of like me and me and my like we all kind of tried to funnel out like get away from the site like and there was proper scrap like people being thrown punches and then we got into the into the island there few and then we look around and going shit where's Liam my brother and we look back like and Liam's there in the middle of going help help <laughs> like in the middle of this fight like getting dragged in by all these uh, argies thrown punches <laughs> yeah glad that story's on air bit of bit of argy bargy you could say that's maybe that's where argy bargy came from. <laughs> Someone in Argentina. That's it, like no, that. That was great. That was that was a good yeah. match. I can't. Uh, I can't tell you how jealous I am, Dookie, that uh, you got to see Pitbull uh, live. Oh, I know. With <laughs> with my granddad. Yeah, with your granddad. But you no, know, he. Uh, I don't think Pitbull has ever even been to Ireland. I think the tickets would be insane prices as well. So I think he got away <laughs> with murder. Uh, he's an absolute inspiration as well. Was he like? 50 something and he's hitting in his prime <laughs> you know? sure, sure he, sure he's mr worldwide yeah he's mr worldwide imagine yeah, he mr. Goes... mr worldwide why bar ireland <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> only the good countries that's yeah. it i'd say he's never even i wouldn't be surprised if he's never even heard of ireland yeah <laughs> uh, yeah he seems thick i doubt he's heard of most yeah. countries yeah, yeah. God, God, God love him yeah that was great being able to see him live he was dancing around it was him j-lo and this other one this Brazilian singer, I forget her name, but like there was this big, huge, like flower in the middle of the in the middle of the pitch, and then it opened up to reveal the three of them. Like it was on oh, oh, that's Pitbull. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, so worldwide, what, bringing it all what, together. What a man! I feel like he got with both of the women afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's actually unbelievable that he's getting he called them songs with such big artists. Like I think uh, if he just if he tried to do it all by himself. I don't think it would have been possible. I don't know how he tricked them into doing songs with me. Must have blackmail, blackmail like, them. How, how on earth did he get Kesha onto a hit like Timber? Fuck's sake, she's a superstar. How did she get him? In her prime. This was, yeah. this was a, <laughs> wait, what was that song? TikTok? Yeah, that, 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 that was, yeah, yeah, that was that song. Maybe that's where that, maybe where the Yeah, did, did Kesha have a song called TikTok before TikTok yeah, came out? Yeah, it was like TikTok on the clock. Unbelievable. Don't stop. <laughs> Yeah, and she has a dollar sign in her name. It's K E dollar sign ha. So how do you how do you pronounce that? Kaching. He had to he had to pay top Kachinga to get Kesha on to hit that song. It was Kesha the first name you thought of that he did a song with. I actually can't think. Who else has he done songs with? What Jay? with Neo, Neo as well. Tonight. Yeah, all these nights. Oh, that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I said one word and you. Yeah, I said one word. You knew yeah. what song it was. That's everything go, tonight. That, that's just how Pitbull works. You know, <laughs> it's so catchy. You say I, one I had, word. That, that 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 had a great drop in it. Like, it was like 
I remember um, that song. That song was out around one of the times I went to the Gale Talk, and if you change it, you would like instead of saying "grab somebody sexy," tell them, "Hey, we always say grab somebody decent." Tell them shift. <laughs> <laughs> Very Gale Talk vibes. <laughs> Not a word of Irish. <laughs> um, right. So, should we take a little intermission then? I think we have to Val. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much cheese here. <laughs> So we are back, which means it's the best time of the podcast every week. And it's the accent hour. <laughs> rahu, so Sean, rahu, rahu. <laughs> Sean, do you want to let them know who's going to be this week? Okay, uh, Dookie, you know this person very well. Oh, You've, no. yeah, yeah, you do. A uh, good friend of yours uh, on and off the field. Uh, it's mainly off because you're both coaches, but uh, Roy Armstrong. Uh, Great. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to be doing his rush accent. And while well, answering a few questions, someone sports, someone, someone otherwise. Uh, is that okay with you, Dookie? <laughs> I'm looking forward to the challenge. Oh, I guess <laughs> a practice run there. I don't know what this is going to come out. Come out by. Let's see. I think he, he's quite nasal, isn't he? Like quite nice. He's quite. He's quite in the throat, isn't he? Like. <laughs> hey, Harry, lads! Uh, I'm going to turn Russia Lilic into a brat. <laughs> 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 okay, so uh, the first thing we want to know is uh, which beach is the best one in Rush? Ah, uh, now, lads. Okay, so uh, wait a moment. Am I just doing the accent or am I doing what he'd answer? Uh, uh, up to you. What, what you want, uh, your answer, his voice, uh, but his personality as well. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, well, it's a tough one. If you're just looking for a wee stroll on the beach, a wee strolling, then the North Beach is the beach for you. It's lovely for just a wee way to stretch the old hind legs, you know. But if you're looking for something a bit more like adventurous, if you're looking for something a bit more on the wild side, as the beach boys do say, you'd have to be going for the South Beach, you would. Like, that's the way to go, the South Beach, if you really want that. There's nothing better than the South Beach on a warm April day. Nothing beats it. Like, what's that they say? What's the crowd saying? Nothing beats it. Oh, that's my, that's my take on it, lads. Anyway, like, so it's both, like, both of their pros and cons. Actually, I don't want to be diminishing anything. So there's more pros than cons. So both of them have their pros with their kinds of things that aren't pros as well. So I suppose you could say they're cons. So both of them, in summary, do have their pros and their cons <laughs> that aren't like cons, but really are. Jesus Christ. Uh, like, I wanted to keep on that beach thing but <laughs> I don't think we can enough was said uh, <laughs> so I think uh, yeah watch the time there <laughs> yeah so Roy uh, what do you think of the offside trap well now lads the offside trap's my speciality Meow misses she used to call me the offside trap because I was always catching her off guard if you catch my drift now lads <laughs> Well, now, oh, I see, oh, you're not talking about with the uh, women, are you? Women, what do I say? Women, you're not winning if you're not with the women. 
<laughs> well, if you're talking about on the L football pitch, L pitch de la foot, as they say across the border, if you know. Well, the only way to beat the offside trap is with L Speedy Gonzalez, Sean Kelly, Sean Kelito. If he's there on the back of the defender. And if he's if the defender is one of those back ones, you know the ones that they have in Lusk, one of those big, huge, like round lads. Sean Kelly eats them up for days. He does. I heard that he practices all day long in the back garden. He goes, David, Caroline, stand there. David, you're going to be the big fat one from Lusk. I'm going to beat you, all right? And he just whips around him, and then he kicks Caroline in the butt, and then like he scores a goal or two. That's how you'd explain it, now, lads. There's no uh, away there's no away rule in my house if you know what I mean. Yes, Roy. Um <laughs> we always know what you mean, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> so so Roy, uh again I'm just gonna have to mention time again. Uh, <laughs> as it seems to have gone over your head. <laughs> uh Barrow, do you have a question? <laughs> yeah, so um, we're obviously trying to grow Rush Athletic. We really need to, you know, we want to go worldwide. Um, how would you do that? Well, that's a tough one because, you know, like, if you really want to grow it the way that, like, other clubs in the area, like, take take um, take Glebe North, for example. They're who I always go to in a time of need. I always think, what would the Glebe do? And Glebe North have had it magical, and they have. They've started charging people mad fees to join their club, and then they give them, they kind of trick the kids they do, by giving them these baseball caps and beanie bags, and, you know, those fanny bags as well. You know, the ones that are the owl young. All those yuppies are wearing nowadays, those fanny packs. That's what they do be giving them with the Glebe North colours on them. Now, don't ask me what the Glebe North colours are. Jesus, because I'm colourblind. I don't think it's new that ditches now. Well, don't be asking me that. But that's how I grow Russia Athletic as a brand. If we were to, maybe we should just change our name to Glebe North. I heard they're not doing so well on the pitch lately, so maybe they'll sell it to us. A few, a few, a few quiddies there will do for that. Like, we'll buy them for a few. Same as a bag of chips. <laughs> Thanks for Very good. Very good, Roy. Um, <laughs> but, um, Roy, what kind of advice would you give to a young coach such as Daniel Dukey as he strives to really create a team there in Rush Lake? Now, Daniel Dukey, which one's he? Is he that foreign-looking one? It looks like he's from, like, the Arabic, you know, the Arabic lands. The one with, you know, like, he's not quite half-cast. Would you say he's quarter-cast, would you? Yeah, hold on, hold on, let me ask the missus. Missus, would you think that Dan Duke is corner cast? Yes, he is. Okay, my missus has spoken. Dan Duke, <laughs> we're, apparently, apparently we're not allowed to say half cast anymore, but because it's Dan Duke, we'll get away with it. the quarter cast one. Well, look, if I were Dan Duke, I'd tell him to get a few more of his quarter cast brethren in on the team. You know those nippy ones? You know, as they say, the darker they are, the faster they are. That's why Sean Kelly surprises people, because he's as white as they get, but he's as nippy as a wee one looking for their dinner. <laughs> That's what I'd say to Dan Dukey. I think I know which one he's ta- I'm talking about when I speak about Dan Dukey, I think. I think we should move on before we get in any more trouble. <laughs> we, have, we have to. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I'm back. Where did I miss, lads? Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
my ears were bur- my, my ears were burning there. Was someone talking about me? <laughs> Your ears are always burning. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, we don't bring that in the, that that old race card into it. Like they're dark ears, not burnt ears. <laughs> uh, uh, then we have we have we have a new section on uh, this Ooh. week. A little new section just for you, Dookie. Uh, it's going to be the conspiracy, conspiracy Corner. We'll be looking oh. to a conspiracy for a short amount of time. Not so long that you think maybe we're on uh, some weed here or anything like that and therefore losing our minds, but short enough that it gets a little bit interesting and we can maybe have a little little chat about it. Uh, we're, not touch, we're not touching the wacky tobacco here. We are the devil's lettuce. <laughs> no hemp. No hemp. <laughs> the wacky tobacco. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So Dan, the rumor or the conspiracy, sorry, that we're gonna discuss is uh, the pink house in Rush. Is this yes. a portal? <laughs> yes. This is what I've been waiting for. Oh, whenever good. I've been, li- whenever I've been listening to the past pods, and I've heard just asking people that don't know what they're talking about about number sixty-nine in Rush. That's when I think most raging, trying to talk through the phone at my pod- at- to this podcast. Okay. So. There's a couple of rumours that I like to entertain about the brothel and rush. So the pink house behind the bus stop. Um, the rumour was, when what I heard when we were younger, was that if the light in the top right-hand window was on and the window in the top left, sorry, the light in the top right-hand corner was on and the window in the top left-hand corner was open, that means you're welcome to go inside and make use of the ladies of the night within the brothel. That was the way I always heard it. So, and I didn't know anything to do with it at all until one day we, were, we had a scout meeting, like a leaders meeting we did, and it was going on forever. And one of the leaders was leaving and I said, hey, look, I'll walk out with you to get a bit of fresh air. And we walked out of the scout den and out kind of, you know, you know, in front of the woods, there's those benches there. That sometimes you see people drinking at. Yeah. So, so there was this old fella on the floor, like in front of one of the benches, absolutely in bits. So we went over and said, you are right there. And he was there crying and he was shouting stuff, but he wasn't, he wasn't speaking English. He was speaking something foreign, like Polish or something like that. And he was there like, all he kept saying was home, home. And he it sounded like he wanted us to bring him home. So we kind of like thought, oh, shit, what do we do? We can't just leave this elf fella here. Like, and he was in bits. He was holding some sort of can or something as well, or there were cans on the floor beside him. So we picked him up, we did, and the other leader didn't have a car. He had a bike. So I said, shit, I'm going to have to take him, aren't I? So we, we lay him down in the back seat of my car, and me and the other leader hop in the front, like, and we go, what number do you live at? And he was there, 69, 69, or he wrote it down or something. So he said it was 69 Main Street, and I was there thinking, oh, shit, okay, it's not far. We can drop him if we can. And I go out, and I'm driving, driving along, and I'm thinking, which one's 69, I wonder? And I thought to myself, please don't let it be the brothel. Please don't let 69 be the brothel. But of course, 69 is the brothel. <laughs> so I, pu- I pull in outside it. We get him out. And then he starts going mad again, this man. He starts screaming and going like, no, no, no. He was going mad, crazy. Like the other leader who was bigger was trying to hold him like and get him out of the car nearly. And then I went and rang the doorbell. And this man opened the door. And he opened it. And I could see there's a couple of people milling in the back. Like, they didn't look that scantily clad, though. So I'm not sure. But he was standing there. And I said, oh, this man says he lives here. And he's there, finally. And I said, oh. So that man comes out of the house. And he grabs the other man and tries to bring him. And he was, like, refusing. So the three of us, me, the other leader, and the fella from the house, were trying to push this man in. And he had both hands on the door frame. This man going, no, no, no. And we had to kind of shove him in, we did. Eventually, he went in. 
And we talked to the man for a minute saying, what was that about? He said, he's always like this, but he didn't explain much. But then we thought it was all over. And then the man came out again, the one that we'd forced back in. And he, we couldn't really, we didn't know what he was saying, but the other man said he'd like to, he'd like to have our number so he could thank us or something like that. He wanted our phone number. And the other leaders are, oh, I don't really want to give him my number. And I said, you know what? I'll be the good Samaritan. I'll give him my number. So I wrote my number down on a piece of paper and handed it to him. Little did he know that that wasn't my number. In fact, it was David Kelly's number, which I won't say on air, but I do, he knows that I know it off by heart. So that man got David Kelly's number to thank him. I wonder, I never asked Dave, did he ever get any phone calls off the brothel man to ask? I thought it would have been a weird one to bring up. Hey, Dave, have you got any phone calls from number 69 on Main Street recently? <laughs> you, so it's still rumor whether it is a brothel or not then? Um, I'd like to think it is because it was all very strange. <laughs> <laughs> Something going on anyway. Yeah, it's not a normal house, but it's that way. Like, with it's, that number, what else would it be? It sounds more like a mafia then, but before we get into that, Duke, I'd just like to... Uh, applaud you on helping out that lad uh, I, I was on the bench and uh, very nice of you to let him into your car even though he could have very easily gotten sick in that car like <laughs> or pissed himself or both yeah or both you got very fortunate look he was a short drive and did you <laughs> did you think when for a second when he said home that he was saying home as in the nightclub um no i don't think so i don't no. think that crossed my mind okay. although that would have been that would have been a fun ending to that story as well i probably had i haven't been there in years that that's not always within the next time i haven't been there so that would have been a fun way to go back to the home dropping some of the oh, yeah. there back. yeah fine i'm going back for one last night <laughs> with this guy every time i think i'm away the home just drags me back in <laughs> It finds new ways to bring me back. <laughs> uh, the amount of times I've been in Walsh's and all of a sudden someone goes like, oh, both outside going home. <laughs> like, uh, that, that hasn't happened in a couple of years. Though. Come on, surely that doesn't but, still happen. Yeah. People go, uh, not that home. happened recently, but the amount of times that has happened. True, uh, yes, I agree. I agree with you. At yeah. Christmas where it happened and it was what, a bit 15 was in the place, Sean. That was like, I, I don't know why you did that. Because we were on, was, I think that was the six bulbs, and you just said, Yeah, we're off. And with like, like yeah, Paddy oh, Wheel or something, said, so Why is going? I think yeah, we're in a fair state, all right. Yeah, no, six we need, bulbs, six, six need, some team, need some team bonding. Uh, <laughs> and I think it worked. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure, we got promoted. Yeah, got promotion. That's all you wanted. And when you look back at the end of the season, thought, what was the pivotal match that won you that season? It had to have been that trip to the home. That's yeah. when I, that's that when I really understood what Paddy wanted from us. Yeah, that, that battle with bed. That battle with Bob Riggin Electric District. <laughs> is it not Entertainment District? Or is it oh, Electric? Sorry. Well, maybe it's Entertainment. Either way, it's, either way it's crust. <laughs> <laughs> crust. Um, what's called... Would you predict, back on the conspiracy uh, corner, would you predict that that is the only brothel in Rush? Um, hmm. Hmm, I'd say that is... No, I, I'm not going to rule it out, but I couldn't place where the other one is. Unless maybe Magic Mountain has a, like a, has a brothel underneath when you <laughs> dig under Magic Mountain. Maybe there's some ladies of the night in there. That's the only place I can think of. Makes sense. <laughs> or maybe under the bridge. They'd be trolls. Yeah, yeah. A couple of trolls. You go. You're, you're getting, 
couple of trolley girls crawl out from the bridge like to make their cells useful. <laughs> Confusing brothels with trolls again. <laughs> uh, happens too often. <laughs> oh no 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 trolls trolls <laughs> go to Amsterdam to see trolls. <laughs> <laughs> of course of course. <laughs> so do you remember Do you remember the do you remember our our experience in the strip club in Spain? But you remember, because we went in and we were like, is this, like, in the evening, we were like, is this a nightclub? He said, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we went in and we're the only people there. And, uh, like, each a woman came for each of us then. It was like, Jesus, what's going on here? It was nuts. And it was a real, it was like a hall of mirrors. It was like, it was just, everywhere you looked, you could see a reflection. It was very off-putting. Yeah, and do you remember the, what was it? We got, like, the tequila. It was like a glass of tequila, basically. we paid we paid a tenner in, and I remember going in, going to, and going to Eric, going, "Jeez, why are we paying a tenner in? Everywhere else is free, free in." He goes, "But we get free two free drinks." And I go, "But not free. We're paying a tenner." Like <laughs> most most other places on the strip, you'd go in for free, and they give you a free drink about going in. But this was we had to pay a tenner in, and then these four ladies of the night came out and like went at us like, and they were so off putting. Like they were there like, "Buy me a drink, boy. Buy me a drink." You're yeah, so they want to see their free so drinks on them. It's like. Yeah, and they were like, "You're so funny, you're so funny," and I remember like, so they were saying like, "Do, do you want to have some fun?" I was like, "No, sorry, I'm gay, I'm gay, I can't." And they were there, "Why are you here?" I said, "I'm with my friends." And then who, who Eric, had the crushinator again? They, oh no, Eric had the crushinator, and <laughs> Eric, the one goes to Eric like, "Oh, do you want some? the crushinator?" For those who don't know, it's this huge woman. Like, think, think of like a building, and like add another story on top of it. Like, and this building was there flirting with Eric. And Eric was there, sorry, I have a girlfriend. And he did have a girlfriend at the time. And I started laughing at this. And then the, this girl said, what are you laughing at? And like shoved me. It was so scary. <laughs> uh, would, would you describe the crushinator in the region of Big Mama's house? Yeah, she's, she could be related. <laughs> <laughs> and the, weird, the weirdest thing about this strip place was that after like, all the girls had like, given up on us including David and we're just finishing our drinks they came back out of the back room and they all just sat around on the couches and were like reading books in the newspaper like turned into some sort of like stripper book club because we were the only people there like yeah yeah the place is empty like, and that's why we could see our reflection everywhere we looked <laughs> I wonder why we've never gone back yeah, I wonder why that hasn't that, has, that was not one of the trips that we said you know I cannot wait to get back here <laughs> Oh, Which do you think was worse, uh, that experience in there or having to drink all the cans of Tropical? <laughs> well, I didn't mind all the cans of Tropical. Like, ah, but I, the fact I, that you had to drink about four of them. Yeah, because I was, I, see, we were only young ones we were. We were only young pups we were. And I, did, I, I was only on the drinking the cider up until that point. But the beer was too cheap not to drink. So I, started, I, I drank all the beer and David as well drank the beer. But the other three couldn't hack it like and we had to drink all their beer as well but we got these kick-ass bags though for drinking the beer that's the only reason we bought the beers yeah <laughs> right. i still i still have that bag it's another first aid kit for the scouts <laughs> <laughs> i've lost mine i think it used to be my session bag i just stick my cans in it and go God, gone of days of session bags i miss those days session bags yeah. uh, i really i don't really think the pub's gone and everything like over these phases i uh, i think knacker drinking should come back in a big way just standing in the field <laughs> Uh, and session bags will make a comeback. Um, That's it. We, we need new places. Well, we need the old places like the bridge and the hole to open up again, but we need new places. Open new up. Places. <laughs> <laughs> the bridge is closed. <laughs> <laughs> but we need new places. We need new places to drink outside. 
I don't know. Can we can like we drink a field? Can we can we go can we go back to drinking in St. Catherine's playground? I did that once or twice. Why? I don't know, that'll be a fun one. Go down the slide. Just read socially distance. Yeah, read read the slander no. underneath the no. slide. Well, if you're gonna if you if you're gonna do that, you need a drinking cooler. You need some kind of ice box, you know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know if they go cheap. I don't know. Well, we That'd be a good I investment we, though if you want to do a bit of knacker drinking. Ooh. Yeah. There's some in the there are some in the scout den. You can borrow them. There's no one in there at the minute. Lovely. Thank Perfect. God. I think we I think we have two, if not three of them. Great. Are we gonna do like the Peter Crouch podcast? Like you know they do a big event at the end of every <laughs> is there it's gonna be just big knacker drinking. It's just <laughs> so windy as well. <laughs> just, get that one. We just have it. We just have it at the end of the bridge or the hole or the mini hole or magic mountain. Maybe Maybe outside, uh, <laughs> if one to cause a scene, uh, outside spar with them benches. <laughs> Beside all the, like, the Egyptian mummy people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the real Egyptian mummy people. <laughs> you know, Russia's great her- heritage, like, and it's great long history of uh, Egyptian connection. <laughs> do you know what we could do? And Daniel, love it, because you... You're known as someone who hates remote control planes and people who fly them. <laughs> so yeah. we could take over their field on a Saturday. <laughs> not let them at it. That's, that'd be great. Like, and if, we put up, if we could put down a load of barbed wires and they might stand on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring a load of rocks and stuff and throw our empty cans and all at the planes. Try to knock them down. <laughs> We'll, we'll, drink, we'll drink there during the day we could. <laughs> That's what I mean when they're trying to just fly around. Yeah, we play Danger Can with the plane. <laughs> That's Big buildings. <laughs> that would that, work. Yeah. Knacker drinking is on the way back. Right? <laughs> Stop taking up these mad hobbies of flying toy plays and, and get knacker drinking again. <laughs> knacker drinking is coming back in a big way. Mm. I think even uh, Louis Bollard uh, bought a kayak there. It's getting into another mad hobby. <laughs> I actually, David's gonna buy a kayak as well. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's been going on about it loads. Yes. <laughs> uh, he, was, yeah. he seemed he seemed desperate to get anyone else to buy a kayak with him. <laughs> like he lives well, in town. Is he just gonna every weekend come out and yeah. go his kayak? I, I don't know if he's going. I, I don't know. Speculation. <laughs> I, I I don't know if David's gonna keep paying that rent for town. David, like it's uh, like he's not living there, <laughs> so you never you never know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I think te- it- I, I I wouldn't be bothered buying a kayak. I was tempted because like we've done a couple of kayaking things in scouts before, but there'd be no point in me having a kayak and bringing it on scout trips if none of the kids had them. Like so, just be me going around <laughs> in the kayak going, "Ha ha, kids, you can't have a go." It's kind of it's kind of like the status, you know. If you if you're pro at being a pro at bowling you know you have your own ball with your name on it you have your own kayak you're the pro kayak man all right it's, it's, kind, of like Ye- it's kind of like wearing yeezys isn't it it's kind of like showing off the money you have it's the exact same thing <laughs> <laughs> how much uh you know, it's a great item for the prices right as well if you're doing it on a quiz what yeezys uh yeezys are a kayak well, I think if I was doing if I was doing that on the prices right, it would have to be just photos. I'd be like, look at this photo of the Yeezy. How much do you think they'd cost? There'd be a lot of things I don't own, and I don't think that really works for the prices right. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't know how expensive are kayaks. I don't know. I didn't even click into the link that David oh. sent. Oh, that's <laughs> David's going to be 
kicking off. A lot of people are going to be kicking off and listening to this podcast. <laughs> what a controversial comment. <laughs> it's definitely the most controversial thing we've said today. <laughs> didn't click into that link. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what would David be more annoyed at? The fact that I didn't click into that link or the fact that I gave his um, phone number to a man that lives in a brothel? Oh, probably the link because it's more recent. And that's the only reason yeah. why. Yeah. And it's more personal. It's closer to home. Uh, right, so Dan, one thing I want to try to get you to talk about is your hate pit. Uh, now, what, okay. what can we get out of you on your hate pit? Well, I don't know. Do, do, the, do the viewer or do the listeners know what a hate pit is? Well, you can explain it and then you can possibly even run us through yours. Okay, so a hate, a hate pit, for those of you that don't know, is so imagine there's a big hole in a field. So you've spent a good bit of time digging this hole. And in this hole, you can put five people. Five people that you just want out of your life. You're not killing them off or anything like that, but you're shoving them into a hole that you can forget about and they can just live with each other. So everyone has five people. If you want to want more, you got to pay a bit more. you got to pay for the DLC if you want more than five. And some people have. Some people have a lot of hate to give. Um, in terms of my hate pit, I don't think I can reveal this. <laughs> it's, too, it's, too, it's too controversial. Uh, I'm trying to think, is there anyone I can kind of say? No, I can't say that one. Even like a hint at them and... They'd know you're talking now, about what, them, but no, they're not exposed. What, what do you have okay. to do to get yourself in that pit? That's Well, there was... Okay, I can say one, but it's kind of a superficial one. Most of the other people, like all the people in it really are people that I actually know. And I thought like, Jesus Christ, I could do without them in my life. <laughs> Be it like it's people through work or scouts or people that I just used to know. There's some people in there that I haven't seen in years. But I just know that they still hate me, so I hate them. But there's one I remember. We were at the Father Ted Festival last year. And there was a few of us there. And I was dressed as a nun, I was, of course. And this American fella came up and said to me, I've never talked to this man. He was old as well. He goes, you are the ugliest nun I've ever seen. And I just turned to everyone else and said, he is the quickest ever entry into my hate pit ever. So he's just down, he's down, like I write down the hate pit, of course. Like, uh, he's down as ugly nun man. It's kind of like a Graham Norton, actually, in Forthead, where he has his hate book or his... No, he has his list. You made oh. my list, Tony. Just kidding. <laughs> I, re- I really like Tony. <laughs> it's kind of like that. No, I didn't really get inspiration from that, though. On the flip side, though, the opposite is your love cloud. If you have five people that you'd love to put on a cloud, and they can kind of look down on the people in the pit, and maybe even spit on them if they want. But they're the people that you love the most. And it's not necessarily your family. It's just people that have done really nice things. So there was this woman... Like, the only person I have in mind is this Japanese lady I met in Japan when I was with the scouts and she was great. We didn't know we were going, me and a couple of the others, we were going to this hot springs and she goes, oh, I'll show you the way. She spoke perfect English. She was an English translator. She just overheard us on the train and just said, oh, I'll join in with you. So thought it was a bit creepy, but she was great. She brought a bottle of wine as well. And then when we got there, she goes, yes, it's a naked hot springs. And she was just so nice. She didn't mind us all being naked around her. It was so good. So she's in my, she's so on she my lured you. She lured you to a place for you to get naked and brought wine. If yes. that was a guy, that was a guy. <laughs> He's in trouble. He is in big trouble. <laughs> it was only one that you had to split up. There was me and a couple of boys and a couple of girls. And you, you went into these hot springs separately. So only the, bo- the boys were all naked together. The girls were all naked together. So she was only really a predator for the girls, if you think about it. And she, the girls did say afterwards, they were very awkward coming out like, and looking at each other naked. And she relieved the tension by pointing at the walls. And there was this like stain on one of the walls. And she goes, that stain looks like titties. And apparently that relieved the tension. Okay. Yeah. 
does she belong in that cloud? <laughs> she does. She does. She, 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 she was magic. When in doubt, make a boob reference. It's fair. Um, yeah. Should we maybe move on to the mailbag? Oh, I can't or, wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah go, go mailbag, I'd say. Um, yeah, so um, we have a few um, that maybe aren't really even questions. <laughs> Again. So... I'm not sure people know what a mailbag is. Uh, we're supposed to ask Dan a question. For example, one submission was, can we take a moment to appreciate that we all have big T in our lives? Now, we do appreciate that, but that's not a question, you know? So, maybe... It's not even relevant to me. It's nothing yeah. to do with you. It's just, we have big T in our lives and we're happy about it. Yeah. Maybe, they've never heard, maybe they've never heard of Twitter. That's the kind of thing people would tweet about. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so we'll go on to the actual questions. That was the main uh, complaint I had for our mailbag. Um, so, who's your favorite sister? Is it Liam? Is it Nicole? Or is it Yasmin? Well, I think there's only one obvious answer there, and it has to be Yasmin. We've been sisters for a long time. Not as long as Liam and Nicole, but we've been sisters for about 11, 12 years now. And we've been all manners of relation to each other. One time someone asked us, I think it was, no, sorry, I'm not, I will name drop this one. One time Nula O'Donoghue, the woman from St. Joe's that did the things where she looked after classes, she once asked, was I Yasmin's dad? <laughs> yes. A bit off there, Nula, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, what, you, what do you mean if she's listening? She's, she's definitely an avid listener. She doesn't miss it. I'd love to see. I'd love to. See, I'd love to see her on the pod. Well, you'll have that uh, that chance. <laughs> uh, uh, what do you think of lads having house parties mid-pandemic? Hmm. Not mad on the idea. Stick to your own guns, guys, and drink knacker drink. That's what it should be. Bring it back. Yeah, like. drink. You don't need the confinements of four walls around you to have fun. You can sit outside and drink, and then fall asleep in the in the outside. There's benches out there. That's what you gotta true, do. True, 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 true. But the bench wasn't good for that brothel man. Mm. Yeah. Well, brought him home. True. Yes, I suppose if he hadn't fallen off that bench, I probably wouldn't have brought him home. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite Oasis song? Oh, okay. There's a couple of them I like. I like the classics. I love Wonderwall. Nothing beats Wonderwall around a campfire. But I've never heard of anyone singing it really, so I'd love to hear it one day around a campfire. Uh, but the one that has to be like has to be she's electric. That just reminds me. I put that up on my Instagram the other day. That reminds me of Walsh is so much like just no matter what night it is. And even though you wouldn't hear any other song more than once in Walsh's really, she's electric always plays on a night out. Sometimes you might hear it twice, maybe even thrice on one night. She's electric. Just reminds me of Walsh's so it has to be my favorite one. <laughs> well answered, well answered. I'm sure a lot of people agree with you there as well. Yes. Uh, uh, what did Dan think of the Hamburg trip? <laughs> What's about being on the Hamburg trip? I think that all opinions of that trip were exhausted on previous pods. I don't think there's anything <laughs> left to say. In fact, I think that some of the things were repeated a bit too much. But sure, look. I'm sure my invitation think... in the post, guys. I'm sure my invitation got lost in the post, lads. That's my opinion <laughs> on it. Like, I, I'm not offended that I wasn't invited. But, oh, no, I was invited. I, did, I didn't think that I wasn't invited. The, the COVID-19 must have just delayed the post, so I didn't get yeah. it. 
I think it's our very first ongoing gag <laughs> where it's just been said every time, which is special, I really. I don't think I don't think Mess Leonard talked about it, which I was surprised by. We, we had to uh, yeah, take it in. Um, it was a very forced effort to get it in. But that, but that, that's what listeners want, though. People listen every week to the pod to hear more about that Hamburg trip. You're denying them what they want. Yeah, that's all yeah. the feedback we're getting is exactly that. Yeah, un- until the next trip, <laughs> the Hamburg, we're living off it. You'd swear no other trip has ever happened in the past. <laughs> Actually, all of my stories tonight uh, were on that Hamburg trip, <laughs> or that scout leaders <laughs> meeting where I brought the man back to the brothel. That was actually in Hamburg as well. <laughs> um, actually, now that I think of that World Cup semi-final between Argentina and the Netherlands, that was in Hamburg <laughs> too. Um, right, so who's your least favourite Joey's teacher to work with when you were a teacher uh, in school? Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, well, if if needed, we can I'll, just do a big gleep. Yeah, I'll I'll, ans- I'll answer this honestly, but um, it might have to get cut. Like, so. <laughs> God forbid me ever trying to work there again in the future, because <laughs> that will be the case. Not that I'm, not not that I'm saying that they don't listen to it, but just in case they don't, and then they do in the future. Yeah, uh, least favorite teacher to work with when I was there. Um, God, there was a few. Some of them were just so bad. Some of them were so annoying. <laughs> I really didn't like her. She was very annoying. And she kept trying to, like, she thought she was better than she was. And I was looking, going, this is my turf. You can't tell me what to do. I work. I live here. Uh, there's one last one. Um, yeah, one last one. Uh, why were you such a bitch in our class? Why was I such a bitch in what? <laughs> in our <laughs> class. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, there was a couple of reasons. One reason was, I don't know, I kept, I kept shaking my leg. There were these metal bars on the table. I kept shaking my leg. And this bitch that sat beside me, she once, like, tried to touch me up under the table. And then I had to, like, turn on the bitch on her. Like, so I got real bitchy with her. I got real cold. I regret that now because I, like, shot her down. Like, I iced her too quickly. That could have been an, a, a romantic endeavor that I could have pursued more. Hmm. <laughs> that's, that's probably why I was such a bitch because then I regretted it too much. Hmm. So one of those where you fancied them, so you actually yeah, exactly. you bullied them. You know the way you always have the one that got away? That was my one that got away. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I think about I'm it every day. It happens to us all, Dan. I get flashbacks sometimes. Sometimes I'll just be like like, like drawing something like, or doodling something, or maybe I'll just get a twitch and I'll think about it and i think, what could it be? <laughs> or... Mm. I actually don't like talking about this. This is getting me. Like, I'm getting all cheery. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we move on? <laughs> okay, well, we can move on to your rant if you have one prepared. Okay. I was thinking about this for a long time. This is what I thought about the most, I think, more than some of the <laughs> other parts. There's, there's two, I kind of have two mini rants. Neither of them are particularly like personal against anyone. They're just, they're just like what gets on my goat. They're my pet peeves nearly. Like, am I allowed to say two? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the, fir- the first one is, do you know on the cars, you know people in their cars and they have those stickers or those signs. I hate when they have those stickers that say baby on board. I hate, hate, hate baby on board signs. What are they meant to do? I'm hardly driving behind someone and see a baby on board sign and think, 
Ah, uh, do you know what? I was going to fucking mail the back of that car, but now I won't. There's a baby on board. Uh, people, like, if that was the case, everyone should have a baby on board sign on their car so people don't crash into them. Maybe that's immunity. Like, maybe I shouldn't have to get car insurance if I have a baby on board sign. That might be it. That really annoys me. And the other thing that I really, 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 really hate is the phrase. I was only saying this to somebody the other day. You know that phrase, not going to lie? I hate that phrase. Because often it's stuff you wouldn't lie about. Like, you'd be there talking to someone, and, you'd be, and they'd be there, oh, not going to lie, I just had breakfast. And you'd be thinking, why the fuck would you lie about that? It's <laughs> not something worth lying. Not going to lie, it's half past three. Why would you lie about that? <laughs> you don't need to lie about that. Ugh. Really, really annoys me. I get it if it was something like, not going to lie, but I used to fancy your mother when I was younger. Like something maybe you were embarrassed about, maybe, to reveal. But not anything mundane, like, not going to lie, but I really like Mars bars. Oh, that's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? Worst suppose, chocolate ever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I suppose, yeah. I couldn't be kind of <laughs> <laughs> Um, nothing, wrong, not, nothing wrong with the Mars bar though now. Oh yeah. Um I think uh, yeah, I think they're pretty good rants. Well thought out. I think they're universal rants. I think people are gonna think after and go, Do you know what? That is one relatable dude. Now every time someone sees a baby on board sticker, this podcast is gonna come to mind. That's it. Like this is how this podcast mm. is gonna really take off. Like people are gonna think that, <laughs> you know what? Maybe you should do your own baby on board signs. Like get them printed like with what's the cheese pod? What's the cheese pod? Like baby on board. Like, what's listening the cheese, cheese. On, on board? You're listening to cheese on board. Yeah, we'll, we'll get in touch with our uh, merch uh, agent. Okay. Yeah. Fair, uh, fair, big fair, things fair. coming there, of course. Fair, fair. <laughs> uh, okay, so then uh, the last thing is, uh, is there is anyone you'd like to nominate to come onto the podcast? I think the only person I can think of is Nic- Nicola Butterly. I think she'd be all right on this. She'd have a couple of wildcard things. And I actually would like to hear what she'd say. She definitely wouldn't care about like naming and shaming and being <laughs> controversial. She'd drag names through the dirt. She would like to get a laugh. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate Nicola Butterly. Okay. That's a good show. We're expanding out into Lusk now and everything. Yeah, exactly. And then we can hate on Lusk a bit more. I hate Lusk so much. That could have been my rant. I physically hate Lusk with a passion. And that yeah. and that's it's got said. me into trouble. It's got me into trouble a couple of times. Like I'd be there in Irish class, like say when I was teaching in Joey's, and I'd be doing the canter in my area. And I'd be there saying, okay, like, could they be there? Like, how do we say where I live? And I say, okay, Tommy Maffoni in Russo. And one of the kids would put up his hand and go, how do you say I live in Lusk? And I go, that's not worth saying. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gotten, it's gotten me into hot water a couple of times, but I stand by my guns. I hate yep. Lusk. If anyone even argues that Lusk is better than Rush, even on the bare face of it, Rush is just, Rush is better because it has two beaches. <laughs> I think even Roy hates Lusk as well. We talked to him earlier. <laughs> I, li- I love Roy on the pod. He'd be great. But no, I'll stick up my nomination of Nicola Butterly. <laughs> That's very good. Um, Roy, well, thanks for coming on. I thought that was a really good one. You're very welcome. Yeah, I've, enjo- I've, I've enjoyed it thoroughly. You've converted me to podcasts. You're the only <laughs> podcast I ever listened to. Like those people I na- those podcasts I named earlier, like Richie, Dave, Rob, etc. They're the only podcasts I've ever listened to. So you should feel privileged that you've gotten my undisputed yeah. listening experience. Stay loyal, Dan. Stay loyal. That's it. Stay, stay, stay cheesy, guys. 